Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Here I am again with the intention to instill in me the habit of speaking on a regular basis in my podcast. We're talking about habits today. If you listen to my previous episode, I decided to talk about subjects that I consider of most importance if you want to make a shift in anything that you consider is keeping you stuck in, in life and not knowing how to free yourself from it. This time, I'm talking about habits and my recent discovery about how our body is an essential part in this game of overcoming anything that is on our way to start living life in satisfying ways. If you're like me, you would agree that it is very difficult to let go of habits that give us comfort, even when we recognize them as damaging, especially when things are going bad or really bad. I finally understood the popular concept of insanity, that if we keep doing the same thing we have been doing until now, expecting different results, is a bad way of going about it. It's insanity. Anything that we catch ourselves complaining about in a repetitive way keeps us stuck where we are and is the clue that something different might, must be done. When we manage to recognize that this habit is something that is clearly doing no good to us, whether because we can see it manifesting physically or feeling it emotionally, something that uh, is noticeable in our behavior or in our communication or, or, or our worries or fears, we better check where we're heading towards. I, I remember a book, this is a book that uh, set me a lot to understand about the concept of momentum, which I mentioned in my previous podcast. Uh, the book explained that uh, the daily choices we make can change our life for the better or for the worse. That a simple discipline can lead you to succeed in life, while a simple, simple error in judgment made repeatedly can lead you to failure. The book is called uh, The Slide Edge, and uh, his name is um, Jeff Olson. It is an excellent book to start pondering those habits that don't serve us and to consider replacing them with better habits. So in any given moment, if we find ourselves complaining or worrying about anything in a consistent basis, it's time to do something about it. In my previous episode, I spoke about meditation as the one habit that I introduced a few years ago, which allowed me to understand better what's going on in my life. Now, my, my intention in this podcast has always been to introduce stories and examples that illustrate how the law of attraction has everything to do with whatever is going on in our lives. We attract what we experience with our thoughts. I'm going to say it again. We attract what we experience with our thoughts, and there's no doubt. Difficult to understand at first, but the way I came to conclusions and much clarity on this subject about this powerful, indeed, universal law wasn't because of my consistency in practicing visualization or practicing positive thinking. It was my consistency and commitment in being present to the way I feel. 
Now, I seem to have a disability to follow up with certain habits and I needed to simplify it in a way that I could fit them in, in what I perceived as a tight daily schedule. Working from home, attending the family, etc., etc. My complaint lately has been my lack of energy and sluggishness that I've been feeling for a while, even before the lockdown. I paid a lot of attention to my mental health, but very little to my physical health. Even though recent exams shown that I'm healthy, my vitality hasn't been in the right place. So for as much as I, I have been making amazing progress in, in the quality of how I experience my life and my own contribution to it, one of the most difficult complaints to shift for me has been my, my chronic backaches and pains in my chest, which are not chronic anymore. It wasn't easy for me to keep a state of feeling good when the pain was reminding me the opposite. But I made it. Pains comes and go very randomly. Uh, I managed to identify their return when I have some sort of conflict somewhere. And that gave me the clue to what was to come in finding the solution to my lack of vitality. Every stressful situation was being reflected in one of those points in my body. But it's been my lack of vitality that began to bother me. So I had the idea of joining again my Krag Maga practice or joining a cyclist club or learning golf once and for all. And I had so many excuses not to do it. I recognize that the lack of vitality is more recent, perhaps because before it felt like I needed to be still and replenish myself. But once I felt more centered, my feet more solid in the ground, I'm more in control with my thoughts and actions. What came up for me was that I was doing what I knew I wanted. I wasn't doing what I knew what I, that I wanted to do. And that raised an alarm for me. So this time around, I landed in my inbox a three-day challenge on internet with a guy called Juan Pablo Barahona. I hope he's okay with, with me mentioning. And I took it. I loved it. The focus, the simplicity, and the power of these methods is amazing. I've learned that the way uh, we store our old feelings and emotions and traumas is not in our head, but in our, in our peripheral tissue, in our nervous system, and we can actually shake it out. So no wonder sometimes certain behaviors or reaction uh, that I have sometimes uh, comes out of the blue. It's just, uh, it's, well, there you go. It's, it's just stole things. It's like, like when we... We call it buttons, that people touches our buttons and we react. So I immersed myself in, into this three-day challenge and found out that this biohacking works. And it makes every sense to me. It combines meditation, breathing, and body movement in a very powerful way. I believe, I believe that meditation and this biohacking that I'm now incorporating into my life are the best starting points to putting things right in any area of our lives. Incorporating this method with my meditation, my daily habit, or habits, knowing that I can fit them in one hour is perfect for me. It touches deep and meaningful subjects and the results are, are truly transforming. This particular, um, you know, biohacking. But like anything else that we might have done before in the past, if we do not nurture the habit it fades away and uh, you know there are many studies that uh, say that uh, we need to you know 
do something repeatedly for at least 21 days for it to kick in and 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 remain and stay with us so well 21 days doesn't seem to be such a big deal so by fostering the habit of meditation you experience more inner peace and by engaging uh, our body into releasing negative emotions and helping the flow of energy then it's like clarity in your actions mixed with zest for life is excellent i i truly it's just i i recognize it recently it's not it wasn't uh, so long when I began to to really get concerned about my, you know, my lack of uh, power to wanting to do things. I was doing things, but in a very, uh, uh, you know, s slow way, if you like. So, in summary, let's practice less worrisome thoughts and allow more space in our heads for ideas to flow. And we can we can achieve that by meditating on a daily basis. Let's begin to turn our attention to things that make us feel better instead of focusing on what is going wrong. Uh, appreciation, particular appreciation, is probably the most powerful uh, tool uh, after meditation. And, and maybe I, I make a, um, another episode to talk about that because um, uh, it just came to me when I, when I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, focusing in, in things going wrong because we can also focus on things that uh, uh, really lift our spirits, you know, the, you know, the beauty of the day and, uh, uh, you know, many things. So um, that's that. Let's pay more attention to our bodies um, as our body is the vehicle that will take us for the rest of our ride in this life. Let's foster good habits in place of those that don't help. And when you start feeling inspired to do something, write it down. It is worth getting in the habit of writing down what is important to, to us, to, 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 to you particularly, what rings your bells, what fills you with feelings of wanting to do something, to change something that is not working, to create what's coming. The habit of writing a journal is priceless. So there you go. Change what happened uh, today. Keep it uh, for as long as you can. Try to go beyond the 21 days. Recommit when necessary. As I know, it is necessary sometimes. When we fail, we start again. It's no big deal, right? Um, get to know what you really want and, and why. Write it down in your journal. Okay, that's, that's the one that I want to talk about in the next episode. So the subject that uh, I'm talking in my next episode is about defining what it is that we really want. Do you really want, do you really know what you want in your future? This one got me down all sort of rabbit holes before I began to feel a, a clearer direction of where I was going. And it started shifting for me when I decided to write down how I wanted my life to look like. In general terms, do I feel more excited about how the day is going to go? Do I feel satisfied at the end of the day? It is calling me to do more. I was doing all sort of, uh, uh, you know, questions and reasoning uh, uh, in my in my life, and and it took me ages to to really, you know, get to that conclusion. But there is a there's an incredible exercise that we that I'm going to encourage, encourage in the next uh, episode. So I'll be talking about uh, how to start to define more our future instead of fixing or just dealing with what life is throwing at us. 
how we really want our life to look like in the future and uh, this simple exercise that sums it all up. So um, that's it for now. Come on, let's change something today, however small. Thank you for listening. And it would be great if you come back the next week. Have a good week.